This is Glorify and Grow Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Glorify and Grow. I am Zach Weston, and as always, I am joined by Pastor Tom. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going great, man. Thanks. Good to see you today. Awesome. Weather's great again today. I know, right? Always, always. That New Mexico sun's great. Awesome. So I'll pray for us before we get started, and then we'll we'll roll into this n- next episode. God, I just want to thank you for this time that you've given us. I uh, pray for each person that's listening to this that that you're glorified in our conversation and that you are truly the the one behind it and not not us, not not Tom or I, not our voices that that bring up anything in these people. I pray that they hear you and that their heart is is filled with you and the things that you need them to hear. I pray that that as we start to get a little bit more balance on the stool as we've been talking about that that you're really the thing that that's helping these people out and I, I pray all these things in your name amen zach as we were getting ready for this episode talking about accountability partners one-on-one time with a with yeah. another christian you know yeah. we're really talking about mentorship but i i just want to say you prayed about it man it just yeah. kind of like made me laugh like what a great visual yeah you know if you just stop here right you, yeah. you got a stool but you're two legs man and you better have some balance yeah you right. know and the the odds of you falling yeah. Are great. Right. And and I think that today's kind of a, a little bit tougher episode in For some sure. ways. Yeah. You know? Um, a little bit more honesty, I think. It is. It's going to have to happen. And I see that um, there's also a dichotomy that happens, and maybe that's the that's the right word. I hope so. Yeah. Um, a lot of us come to church yeah. because we, we want something or, right. or we need something. And I'm not saying that Searching, in a bad way. It's not I, like yeah. you're coming for $20. You're like, man, there's a hole. When I gave you my testimony, I was like, man, I was missing something. Yeah. And it's okay, man. Yeah. And, but one of our, one of our core values, one of my mm. core values is it's okay. It's okay yep. to come and realize as a new believer, yeah. you're coming to church to get something, yep. but we can't leave you there. Yeah. We got to mature you. To you get this overwhelming urge to give something. Agreed. And it's yeah. this giving something. It's the getter and the giver yeah. that kind of partner up into this this one-on-one relationship. And sometimes I've seen that happen really early. I mean, somebody's just kind of really broken. They've been yeah. far from God. They haven't been attending church. They certainly right. haven't been in a small group. And if they are, it was one at a bar yeah. and the leader was Budweiser. Yep. And gotcha. it happens. Yeah. But when we get a little deeper, we start realizing two things. One, I need somebody to help. I, I need yeah. somebody to talk to me. Because guess what? If you stand up in the middle of a sermon mm-hmm. and start yelling about your needs, they're going to think you're crazy yeah. and they're going to drag you out. Yeah. When you get in a small group, if you dominate the conversation every week, yeah. you kind of get pushed out. I, yeah. I get it, man. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it happens. This one-on-one thing it's much more intimate. Yeah. This is you coming to church and you connecting with a, a more mature Christian to somebody yeah. that says, Hey man, let's go get a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know? And, and I'm telling you, I have met more willing people to do that. Yeah. A lot of the problem comes with the new believer that thinks God's a light switch, right? Yeah. You know, my light's off right now. I started coming to church. I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel better. Now the light's on. Yeah. So I don't, I don't need to continue. But yeah. here's what we forget. Mm-hmm. In this culture, we take a light switch, we turn it on and off, but we forget that there's wiring behind there. Yeah. There's power behind that on and off. And for right. it to function, we need to keep that power gone. This, um, there's a great, great book. 
I read a few years ago, and it was saying that that mentorship one on one. So, what do you expect? We always like the application and things. Yeah, we should be expecting to get around somebody that's going to hug us when we need it. Yeah, going to pat us on the back when we deserve it. Yeah, and is going to boot us in the butt yeah. when we need it. And that's that that next leg that we need. That I, I've started to realize as a pastor of of eight years now mm-hmm. that sometimes. I can identify a Christian by somebody who wants correction. Yeah. Somebody that says, teach me. Yeah. I don't want to do the wrong thing. We could look at that as athletes, right? I mean, right. if somebody's throwing a ball the wrong way or catching the wrong way, they, they go, hey, I, I don't think what I'm doing is working. Can you come in yeah. and help? So yeah. these mentors are, are coaches. They're, they're older Christians. The Bible yeah. talks about this, that, that as we mature, yeah. it's a two, it's a two way street, right? Yep. That, Somebody as mature, it's our job to teach. Yeah. And as somebody new, it's it's our opportunity to humble ourselves yeah. and come into this cool relationship. Yeah. So have you had any great experiences with that, Zach? Yeah, for sure. I uh you know, I didn't grow up as a Christian. I uh came to church very late and and unfortunately, uh in a lot of ways I came to church. Uh I nearly ruined my marriage. I mean, I'll be completely honest. Uh and and my wife can attest to that. And, and I was, and this was before I was a Christian. Um, and God kind of sat me down one day in, in all the things I had destroyed and said, this is your marriage without me. And then he showed me this opportunity. This is your marriage. If you come to me and, and in a lot of ways I had to destroy myself, my selfish desires, who I thought I was to ever let that door open up for God. And and in saying that, it took me a long time and a lot of honesty with a lot of people in my life that, that had been Christians for a long time to truly start to take the right steps and to realize that, that the things that I had done in my past were in the past. And I can either continue to do those things and and have the same results to to hurt my wife and to, to distance myself from my family and to do all those things, or I can start to grow in Christ and start to be honest with people and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this sin, or I'm, I feel like I'm backsliding here and whatever that is for people. I think it's super important. Like you said, to have those people that they can see it in us because sometimes, and I'll be super honest, I didn't want to have those conversations. Hmm. But I had people that were willing to sit down with me and go, hey, I can see that, that you're pushing away or that you're you know, maybe making some decisions in your life that, that are going to lead you back to the thing that you fear the most, and that is destroying your marriage again or, or creating that distance or whatever it is. And I think that it's super, super important as Christians to realize that like you said, especially as a new Christian, there are people out here all over the place at your church that that have gone through things that they're not they're not advertising it on their shirt. They're not saying that good point. These are my sins or these are the things that I've struggled with in my life. Come talk to me. <laughs> but as soon as you sit down with another Christian and you may not struggle with the same sin, but in my mind and the experiences I've had they're not different. Like well, we no, look so at can sin I, I, differently. Yeah, I agree, and I I look at that as as a work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, there's so many times that I s- I'll do premarital, 
and sometimes I'll ask the question, well, why did God bring this couple to me? Yeah. And by the end of the first session or, yeah. or somewhere in the second session, I go, ah, oh, yeah. this is the thing. Yeah. You know, Zach, for me, it was a matter of, of being a mess, yeah. you know, just being a mess. Yeah. And, and I'm talking about after I accepted Christ, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I can sit here and tell you that I don't know that I had a good mentor yeah. to, to get me on that, that pathway. So I did what I thought was right. Yeah. And most of that was the things I didn't want to do, I didn't do. And the things I wanted to do, I wanted to do. Yeah. And I remember making a commitment and going to work or going to work, going to church every week. Yeah. I, I remember getting in a small group, but mm-hmm. I was still missing that thing that was working on me. It's like one yeah. thing to go to a demonstration on how to do a carving. It's a different yeah. thing to hold the chisel. Right. And and sometimes I, I just needed a little bit more, but I remember sitting in church one day, the pastor was up there, this is back in the East Coast, and he was talking about mentorship. He was talking about this, and, and I was so moved, I didn't know what to do, Zach. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing on the program or up on the screen that said, hey, like you said with the shirts, like, yeah. hey, talk to the, the guys in blue, yep. uh, they've experienced porn issues, and the guys exactly. in red, they experienced adultery. What, there yeah. was nothing like that. Exactly. But I kept noticing... And I, I, today I think it was a Holy Spirit thing. I kept noticing one guy's name yeah. on the bulletin. And I remember getting done with service and looking at my wife and I said, I- I'll be right back. Yeah. So I started asking around, who's this Wes guy? Can somebody introduce me to Wes? Oh, that's Wes over there. I walk yeah. up to Wes and I'm like, Wes, I-, I think I need a mentor, but I don't know how to get started. Yeah. And he looked at me with this big Dallas grin and says, you just took the first step. And I'm like, big old dude. And I told you I wasn't all that smart, man. So I went, I did. Right. What was it? Yeah. And he's like, Well, when would you like to meet for coffee? Yeah. And and I got to tell you, that guy. Um, and I still, I'm still even being 1,900 miles away from. We still yeah. stay in touch. Probably not yeah. as regularly. Maybe after this episode, I'll give him a call. Yeah. Right. But you know, this guy met with me once, sometimes twice a week. He yeah. got to know me. He yeah. got to lovingly, and it wasn't a matter of feeling bad. Yeah. In fact, Zach, I can tell you the first couple of years I met with him, I pretty much just lied to him yeah. because I oh, wanted him yeah. to see me as the successful Polished. businessman. My, yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Look at all the great stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. And he was the guy that would pat me in. Oh, that's great that you're reading your Bible every day. It's great that yep. you're in this group. It's great that you're starting to do this, starting to do patient. that. He was patient. Yeah. But over the years, he got to know me as he started being patient to see my heart. Yeah. He was able to kind of be that referee and kind of throw a yellow flag up or yeah. or kind of give a give me a caution light. Like I'm not sure you want to go through that intersection yep. that fast. Yeah. Because he knew me. Yeah. And I think as human beings, we we kind of have this inner desire to be known. Yeah. And as we connect with with another Christian, we can ask those questions. Because yeah. what if like we talked about two episodes ago, you're sitting in church and, and you're like, wow, he's talking right to me. Yeah. But have you not ever sat there and said, but I have more questions. Yeah. So I, I get that concept. I get that I need to be better, but I don't know how to fix that. I don't yeah. know how to. Well, this mentor is like going to a specialist. It's like, yeah. it's like going to the doctor and saying, hey, this hurts when I do this. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Stop doing that. Right. Yeah. That's or maybe just it. doing it the wrong way. Yeah. And they can help and guide you. That's a big part. And I I can't help but to think of an example of this. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, I was sitting down with a couple people and, and some individuals that I would definitely consider mentors. Um, 
and 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 this is uh, a perfect example of of kind of what you're talking about. You know, you you have told lies, or you've you know polished yourself up, and you've sat in front of people. And on this particular day, I was sitting in front of these individuals and having a conversation. And I was kind of we were talking about our Bible reading for that week, and we were talking. To, I was talking about in Genesis when when Joseph pretty much forgives his brothers for everything and and says that the God the blessings that God has given me are now about to be given to you despite mm-hmm. everything that you've done and what I took from that was something that I've needed to do for a long time which is uh to have a conversation with my own brother and sitting in that moment the people around me who have known me for a while and and have, we've grown pretty close they didn't even know that I had a brother mm-hmm. and that's a wild statement and when I realized it I'd never talked about it to them or with them or even like, you know, just family stories, whatever it is. That's that realization, like you're saying, that we'll hide parts of ourselves from our mentors. And, and you know, and that's a pretty, I would call that a bit more minor than some of the other things. You know, we'll hide our sins. We'll hide our, our porn addiction or we'll hide our, you know, drinking problems or our drug use or our adultery or whatever it is. You can fill in the blank. And and to me, that was a monumental thing to hide from people was I hadn't even mentioned it, let alone the fact that I had felt that for years I had struggled with some of the things that have happened with my brother and I. And for those people to look at me and go, I didn't even know you had a brother. That was a realization to me. Like God thumped yeah. me on the top of the head and was like, what's going on here? Like, why are you not opening yourself up in this situation? Like, why are you hiding this part of you? around people that you trust. And I think that's perfect. Like you're saying sometimes with the mentorship idea, that one-on-one accountability, we have a tendency to, to hide something. Well, you're exactly right. And it's, it's, uh, I, I think over the, the, the weeks and years that we may be together doing this podcast is, you know, we'll kind of develop knowing each other. I mean, yeah. even like this is kind of, kind of, having a conversation. Yeah. And and I'm sometimes I have great analogies and sometimes they miss, but I keep thinking about, you know, like like going and buying a car. Yeah. Now you own the car. Yeah. Going to church, now you're part of the the Christ family. Yeah. And and maybe maybe you go out and you buy a a really cool Mazda or Chevy or whatever it is, and yeah. and now you're part of a group, right? Because now you're on the yeah. highway and Jeeps. you know I I drove a Jeep Wrangler for <laughs> yeah, years, and there's there always that Jeep, Jeep wave, man. Yeah. I mean, you know you, you and you know you kind of go, what's wrong with that dude? They they didn't <laughs> like they didn't give me the wave. They missed the wave, right? I mean, you can't it's miss not the wave. Part of the Jeep group, but then but you're part of a group, but nobody yeah. still knows each other, right? Yeah. But let's say. You have this Jeep since you got me on Jeeps now. There you go. But you want to use the Jeep. You yeah. want to learn how to use the Jeep. Well, wouldn't it be cool to have your buddy yeah. come over and sit with you or yeah. drive with you to tell you how to how to navigate that rock and that drop and that yeah. hill and, and all Do these kind of off-roading. things? And that's what we're talking about yeah. today, handling the Word of God and allowing it to penetrate us. Yeah. We, have, we have powers all over the place trying to keep it out of us, yeah. and we're trying to get it into us. Yeah. A, a mentor's there to say, hey, move a little to the left. Yeah. You know, give it a little gas now. Slow up here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's a little harder when you're in your 50s and when you're in your 20s to remember when you started driving yeah. a car. Yeah. But I can remember thinking, I'm never oh, going goodness. to get this right. Yeah. I am so scared. And the yeah. first time the guy flies by you in a car and you freak out, 
it's kind of a little like being a Christian sometimes. Oh, the first sure. time somebody calls on you, or the first time somebody says, "Well, you've you've all read John fifteen, right?" And yeah. about the vine and the branches, you're like, "Uh huh." Yeah. You're not. You don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. But this one-on-one thing is kind of like. It's a safe place too, right? Yeah. It's a place to go. Hey, I didn't, I didn't really understand what the pastor was talking about. This yeah. whole abiding in me thing. Yeah. Hey, here, let me help you with that. Or, yeah. you know, maybe you get this really cool mentor that just says, you know what? I've struggled with that too. Yeah. And let's, but I've heard about this book or, or let's read this together. Let's, yeah. let's break this down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting somebody to walk. Yeah. Alongside of you. And that's yeah. why, Zach, I, I think, uh, going back to your earlier analogy, it's putting that third leg in. Yeah. You know? But I think next week we can talk about making it really secure. Yeah, right? And I agree. I think that it's super important. Like you said, we've, we've kind of gone big. We started out big. We said, go to church. And we've narrowed it down a little bit and said, get into a small group. And obviously, we talked last week about it's not as definable as we think it is. It, small groups are very broad. And then now we're talking about getting with a single individual and really just allowing that person to breathe life into you. And then in some ways, even as like that mentor mentee, it's, it's a back and forth. Sometimes your mentor may come to you and and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. And they start to open up and and, then it's, it's really growing each other. Cause you know, there's not a, you're never going to find a perfect mentor besides Jesus. That's ever going to be able to do for you that you couldn't do for them as well. So I think that's perfect. I'm excited for next week and really to 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 solidify this stool and and you know. great great setup because next week we talk about how to hear from perfection, how go. to hear from the master. I'm so excited. thanks, Zach. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Mm-hmm.